2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. Radek Sully, welcome to The Mentor, mate. Thanks so much for having me here today. You're most welcome. Now, I, I we've got to get on... Kick this off real hard in the beginning. Radix Ali, what the hell is – what name is that? Where's it come from? Give me the origins of this. You're doing so well with how you
0: pronounce it too. Um, Radix, check. Dad's parents are Albanian. Um, he grew up in Shepparton, and I was born in Scotland, so I'm a proper Aussie mongrel. So, so your
3: dad grew up in Shepparton, in yeah. Victoria, uh, on the Murray there. Yeah. Um, mum is Czech. She's Czech, yeah. So she, she from from Czech, yeah. From moved Czech. out in the 60s during the Prague oh, Spring. Czechoslovakia so. then, yeah. Uh, so Refugees. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And do you speak
0: any of those two languages? I speak and understand Czech, um, bit scratchy on the speaking part, um, and then Albanian. No, I, I can I can say you know how are you? That's about it. Yeah.
3: yeah. And uh, <laughs> and Dad, Dad grew up in Shepparton. Did he um, emigrate to uh, Victoria, or was he was born in Shepparton?
0: Yeah. So his dad was you know he, he moved out in the twenties in the depression, um, and and basically a political refugee as well. And, and then brought out the rest of the family ten years later, um, and and had a farm in Shepparton, and that's where Dad was born and bred, picking tomatoes. And he was the first Albanian to to go to university in Australia. Wow! Um, he's a professor of surgery, um, oncologist. Really? Wow! Yeah, and a real leader in his field. In his field, he he um, inspired a lot of the work I've gone on to do as an entrepreneur. He was the first to talk about diet causing disease in in conventional medical circles in the seventies. He was laughed at. 20 years you later. He was, it was a heretic.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm serious. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how,
0: how dare you say diet might cause a heart attack? Um, and then 20 years later, you know, the, the, the British Medical Journal and, and, and JAMA um, uh, printed his work and, and published it, and now he's done th- over three hundred different trials in, in the area of nutrition and, and its benefits.
3: Uh, Is he still down in uh, Victoria? In yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs
0: the yeah. National Institute of Integrated Medicine in Melbourne. Right, and and you you grew, you grew up in Shepparton. I grew up in Melbourne, but Melbourne. I did spend most uh, summer holidays and uh, and and public holidays and school holidays up at Shepparton, picking fruit or or um, working the land. You know, trying to or just just having fun.
3: Yeah, it's it's an interesting place down there. Uh, uh, because it's along the Murray there I mean I and if you just go a little further up it's Cobram yeah and um and Cobram of course is uh, like a uh, right on the border and on the other side of the border on the New South Wales side I can't remember the name of the town but um it's uh. I can't remember the name of the but like it's completely different. The people, they they actually have a view about what it's like to cross. There's a bridge. You know, which goes over the Murray on the other side of the bridge is New South Wales on on the south side of the bridge is uh, Victoria. And I spent a bit of time down there. I was staying in Cobram. I lived in Cobram for a couple of months and um and I lived in a motel there. And I got a shock. It's not as quite as nice as Sheppard. Sheppard has a much more, uh, got a lot more depth to it. Cobram's... Pretty much relies on one or two industries. Or is like a fruit and trees and stuff like that. Like it's a mm. proper country, you know, rural, rural environment, rural environment. But I really enjoyed myself down there. Yeah, it's amazing being
0: in touch with nature. And just when things slow down a little bit, people are a little bit happier. Yeah. And they've got time for each other and you sort of focus on what's more important, which is now and the present moment.
3: Yeah, it's, it's fun. And how, how much – I mean, you're. I'll, I'll go back through your career because you were the former CEO of the Swiss Wellness, which is, as I remember, the Swiss Vitamins. Mm. Um, which all the surf clubs, for some reason I don't know why, I, I associate with surf clubs, but all the guys at surf clubs used to always at Bondi anyway, uh, North Bondi used to always swear by Swiss Vitamins, especially the older guys, um, and 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 that was sold for you know quite a lot of money. We'll talk about it in a moment. But you were the CEO of that business, so you played the big corporate game. How does that sit with the comment you just made? Um, you know, like being. A boy or a lad, maybe you went to school in Melbourne, but you certainly had your roots in country town. Um, and nature and attachment to nature, how do those two things coexist? Or how did they coexist? You maybe they didn't. Uh, they, they still do. I mean, I, I live in
0: Brunswick Heads with 120 acres around me. I, I love that country lifestyle um, and that connection with nature. What, what I do find though is that kind of cross-section of purpose that you know you require to be part of whatever you want to call it, the city or the system to, to make things work and, and I get a lot of joy out of seeing results happen and I, I saw a lot of frustration with my father with 20 years in his profession where he wasn't respected for what he was saying and doing and I was like there's got to be a better way to fast-track you know, helping people Live their best selves, um, and also for it to be recognised in in our capitalist system
3: and, and get a return like we did eventually at Swiss. Yeah, so like, but but, but we did you ever feel conflicted when? It's like, and no, I don't know anything about. It's just maybe you can tell me a little yeah. bit more about it. Other than I knew what, there was a vitamin brand, but I don't know. you know there must have been a structure there. There would have been shareholders or, or stakeholders you were responsible to. There be I, I dare say there must have been a lot of staff because it was a big brand sold for a lot of money, so it must have been had plenty, plenty of staff. Um, and you have, you know, you have corporate environments, you have a C-suite of people, you know, you see and everybody else in the joint. Um, and – but those places tend to run like – they tend to be a little bit robotic um, in that it's about sales, cost of sales, inventory, um, logistics – uh, it's a very uh, transactional thing um, and it's like, you know, we've got to this month, this is a budget, next month we've got to do this budget. <laughs> These are our costs and, this is, and there's a cycle, you know, like maybe everyone buys vitamins in summer and winter, I don't know when they buy it, but whatever, there'd be a cycle associated with it and then there's all your advertising game. But then if I, you know, you live at Brunswick Heads now, um, uh, which is, you know, a beautiful part of New South Wales, not up uh, Northern Rivers, um, that's a totally different life to this what I call the corporate retail corporate life. How do you, how does someone like you reconcile that? I mean, it's it's. I know you can dip in, but how do you? What do you do when you miss those things that you were brought up with? It sounds like you're you're more attached to the land or nature to me than you are to uh, you know machines. Hundred percent, and and I think
0: we need help. Yeah, we we need change and positive change, and that that connection to all of those warm feelings you feel about regional Australia is something that, that you know, we we, we we should be able to enjoy in our everyday lives in any setting here in, in a country like ours. And so I was very lucky to join Swiss when it was a small business, you know, it was had an equity value of around 15 mil and by the time I'd finished it was uh, 2.1 billion that we'd sold out for. Um, so so it had changed and really I, I came to realise exactly as you say for that last couple of years I was not... The right CEO to take it forward. <laughs> I was the right CEO to close out the transaction, but I was on a plane three to four, three weeks of every month. Um, and it was great, uh, but I'd lost that connection. You know, I had a thousand employees and I didn't know everyone's name. I didn't know all their stories. I focused on, you know, my team that I was directly you know, responsible for, and I got joy out of that. Um, but it was certainly unsustainable and there are different people that should run that bigger size, a business, and I was very happy to pass on the business and don't have any regrets about not being in it anymore.
3: Can you take me through the story of how you got involved with Swiss when it was valued at, say, $15 million? Just, you know, what were the circumstances by which you became involved in Swiss?
0: Yeah, I I, I kind of I've told you my backstory of my father, and so Dad always had this kind of – and my mum's a medical scientist too, so she reads people's blood and tells – basically gave analytics to my father on the nutrition that people had in their blood. And and that that would help dad uh, uh, prescribe various supplements, nutrition, meditation programs, the whole whole thing to get the individual as healthy as they possibly could be to deal with, you know, Western medicines uh treatment program. And and so dad had this whole league of people that would follow him or be meant he would mentor or support and a lot of those were entrepreneurs in the industry and and one in particular um was was Michael Saba, who I just saw today, which is amazing, uh, on the flight down. Um, hadn't seen him for years. And, and in typical Michael mode, he, he's, a, he's a shareholder of Panna Chocolate and he gave me some Panna Chocolate and he was handing it out to every hostie um, that he could see. Um, and he's got his Saba Organic um, Cleaning and, and a Fragrance range and he had that as well and he was handing it out to everyone. And he's the ultimate salesperson, so I learned a lot from Michael. And Michael was running the Swiss business um, – when when I got to know Michael and 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 that was through my father. He was getting mentoring from my dad. His his mum was unwell and and she wanted to get off HRT because she was getting various side effects from the medication and and dad recommended a whole program to help her do that naturally and, and she had wonderful results and um and forever they became friends and, and dad would, would help him with his supplement um formulations and, and give advice on what he thought were the right dosages in exchange for knowing that he could recommend his patients the best possible product that would have the best um, result and, and you know, hence why Swiss was a, a great product. Dad did that out of the goodness of his heart. He's an academic. Um, he, he just loves doing what he did. And so, yeah, we, we struck up a great friendship and I was at Village Roadshow. I, I'd kind of worked my way up from uh, the candy bar through various operational roles internationally, locally, treated my role as, a you know, I'm getting paid to... to um, to learn about the basics of business while all my other mates are at university, which I was at university as well and I had to pay for that. So I might as well get paid to learn about the basics of business and do this job properly part-time and work my way up through the ranks of that. And so, yeah, the, just the timing was right. Michael was always at me. you got to come and work with me. It took a couple of years and we got to know each other. And then, you know, I, I saw there was no future for me at a Village as a CEO in the next sort of five years. So it was time for me to look elsewhere. And, and health, because of my father being a professor, he lectured to me all the time, came to me very naturally and, and I stepped across to a business that required process and structure to grow. So um, that was the beginning of my journey. And, and just help me out here, but why was it called Swiss? Swiss, uh, Swiss with an E. Um, yeah. And and so it was basically because we couldn't patent the word Swiss. Um, the why Swiss at all? Uh, because there's a connotation of quality that comes with that and you have to be a premium, which set us apart from the others. We always had a premium price put of around 20% higher. Uh, than, than the average cost in the in the category. But that meant we had to have premium ingredients to deliver a better outcome. And so we had the highest retention in the category of over 70%. Um, and so when people tried our product, they'd come back for it. So the next step was to market, as you, as you know well. Um, if you've got a great product, you just got to tell people about yeah. it. And, and we got on the front foot about that.
3: So just, just – I mean, I've always been intrigued about vitamin Businesses, or it wasn't quite a supplement business; more a vitamin business. Were they, were they yeah, so it it
0: was uh, it was vitamins, minerals, and herbs. So right. Yeah. Yep. Supplements,
3: and and, and 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 of course, they were for sale in a lot of the chemists and places like mm. that, like pharmacies. You could buy them. Um, did you make? Did Swiss make the vitamins here in Australia, or and did they source from? Was there a, was there any play in terms of where you source your ingredients from? Yeah, so we, we made them here.
0: And um, and we'd source just from the best possible uh, places that we could source ingredients. So, for instance, vitamin B and vitamin C, you can only source that from China. They've, they've got a monopoly over the market. It's a dirty product to make, so not many people like making those ingredients. Um, whereas, you know, your, your herbs generally come from India um, and then processed in Italy um, As and in then, ginseng. And yeah, that that's right, of, yeah. yeah, all your traditional Ayurvedic herbs. Yeah, And, yeah. Um, and then, you know, U.S. Is cranberry. You know, there's sort of places that they come from around the world and then you, you make the product. Um, locally, and um, you know, and then there's plenty of good manufacturers here. But we had to make it in Switzerland, for instance, when we launched in Switzerland because oh, really? we couldn't be called Swiss without being yeah. made in Switzerland. So, because um, it was deceptive, so and same in Russia as well. So, we launched in those places, manufacturing. Oh, so, you're a
3: global business, I, I 100%, wasn't aware, yeah, 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 no,
0: we did the biggest licensing deal. Um, that that an Australian company had done with Procter and Gamble and Teva, they had a health partnership, and then we're also the biggest natural health brand in in China. By the time we'd sold, so um, the business was a beast. It was you know trailing to, to a million uh, in a billion in sales, I should say. Um, so it was just
3: just yeah, a, a great business to be involved with. As I recall, it was a, it was a white plastic with a red top. Well, That's right, a, a yeah, red yeah. top on top. Or something yeah. like that. Is that right? Yeah, and and a fairly. Uh, uh, it wasn't an overly, wasn't overly um, highly decorated sort of um, what do you call it, like uh, labelling on it either. It was- yeah, yeah, no, it was as basic as it could yeah, be. Yeah. You
0: know that the tub was the cheapest tub you could buy. We put everything we could into the ingredient. We enhanced the tub as we went down the path, and the lab- labelling was very scientific and looked to just pop off the shelves. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, totally. And uh, as I. I mean, there's a few Aussie brands sort of around at the time, but not probably not as well, to me, not as well known as Swiss. But one of the things I know about Swiss is it was pretty good at uh, marketing. I mean, you were pretty good at getting um, people to uh, be your ambassadors. Mm. So you had, uh, as I recall, Nicole Kidman yep. as one of your ambassadors um, in her early days. I mean, this is late. What, what period are we talking about, she by the way? She
0: came on in uh, 20, would have been 2011. Right. So, And then Ricky was our first ambassador, Ricky Ponting, uh, and he would have been 2007. Yeah, two years yeah. into my time at and, and
3: how do you go about finding those sorts of people? Like, I mean, were they probably not as famous then as are now? Or maybe You know, Ricky would have been in his prime. Yeah, he was captain of the Australian cricket yeah, yeah. team and, and Nicole was, you know, she
0: was struggling a little bit in Australia, but uh, her, her credentials in the US, she's like royalty there. She's like Lady Di is to to us she's and is that reason you pick her yeah I, I think it was for that and also we wanted to open up the asian market and she was jimmy chu um chanel's um at face Oh, was she yeah so big news amiga as well so everywhere you'd go you'd see a poster and I just saw a big gap you know when you when you talk about supplements back in the day and i'd go to a party and i worked for village road show and i you, you know talk about the new movies we had everyone want to talk to me and Ask me questions about the next premiere and so I was the old centre of the attention, and then I'd get to, to these parties um, and and start at Swiss, and I'd say, you know, where do you work? And the barbecue conversation as it goes, is, and they, they sort of respond Swiss, and they go, oh, is that the embassy? And I go, oh, our brand's in trouble here. And then I'd say vitamins, and then they'd want to change the subject because I'd walk into to pharmacies, and you know, it would be. IBS that the marketing would be about, you know, yeah, yeah. irritable bowel syndrome or or urinary tract infection. You know, not going to really want to talk about that at a barbecue. So yeah. it was all very science based, um, or or too hippie based as well. And and then I'd look over to the you know perfume or the cosmetic side. As well lit up, these beautiful faces projecting health and so forth, but that's from the outside and beauty from the inside is is most important. So we turned it into a lifestyle brand and that lifestyle brand gave us permission to work, you know, with with personalities like Ricky first and Ricky we started with because we were a supplier of the Australian cricket team. I, into their supplements. Yeah, so we would give them supplements each year and, and the dietitian there was a big fan of what we are doing. Um, and so we, I knew Ricky was taking the product and I could do a deal with the cricket team for probably – Oh, probably a third more of the price or I could go straight to Ricky and, and probably be more flexible with what we could do and 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 I knew he was taking the product so it was just simply a call to his manager and say, hey, you're not in this category um, and not many sports people are. In fact, the only one was Rob D Costello for Centrum and that would be the occasional person at yep. those parties that would say, yeah, I'd, I'd take Centrum and as Rob D Costello and I'd walk into pharmacies and say, why have well, you got so much space for Centrum? Um, you know, it must get best margin. They go, no, no, it's it's the advertising you know on 52 weeks of the year and they got Rob DiCostello there with a the product in his hand and 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 they are taking less margin. But it was all about the ease of selling it. And I went, oh, hang on. And I go, what about our product? They go, well, it sells itself. We don't have to sell it. And I was like, well, what if we gave them the tools to sell it and, and, and dialed it up? And that started with Ricky and then it carried on with probably 300 different um, ambassadors. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, of all different ages. Personalities, sexes, the whole lot, and event-based stuff that we would get, capture people's attention and 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 get them consider taking our product.
3: Because today we talk about influencers, and no, and by the way, it's no different. What's always happened: those people that you just Correct. mentioned were influencers, and yeah. they just happen on a different medium, hmm. which in those days would have been television, newspaper, radio, whatever, yeah. um, and posters. I guess um, uh, when you when you pick an individual. Um, Do you pick it for the brand values? I mean, like, so, you know, these days obviously uh, influencers are just, it's a very transactional thing and you want to get them just to put some influence out on, you know, their local, especially micro-influencers on their particular Instagram page or whatever it happens to be. But then did you pick your ambassador, let's take repointing. pointing did you, like, set out your own, the the Swiss values and say, no, Ricky sits on, suits all those particular values that we stand for? Yeah,
0: our secret weapon was our culture.
3: And, and our culture was very
0: values-driven. would make decisions by you know, calling out our values and, and they weren't just written on the wall. And that would extend to our ambassadors, the way we presented ourselves to our customers, uh, suppliers, everyone that was connected in our world. We, they, would, they would have a strong sense of that we were a values-driven business. Um, and so you kind of like attract like as a result of presenting that. Um, and, yeah, so you're dead right. The influencer part, you know, with, with say, Nicole Kidman, in, in the end, you know, we, we failed in the US with launching with her, which was the primary reason why we went with her um, and Alan DeGeneres at the time. Um, but we knew that doing this amount of advertising was going to work somewhere and it worked in australia to a chinese audience and we had <laughs> 130,000 resellers of our product so talk about influencers this was kind of in those days where it was just uh, starting out as kind of buying online and and, the, and 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 china took off with this kind of b2b sales Um, mechanism where you know the alibabas of this world the 10 cents of this world all had consumer offerings that were more advanced or probably up to where we now see in australia where you know all of a sudden they'd see this hollywood star and it wasn't the actual people in china that were trying because of it it was the influencers that knew nicole Kidman went oh we're going to try this product they tried it and they went oh this is great they started talking about how great the product was with authenticity and then it just took off like wildfire then
3: that's mad. I want to go to the brain, I want to come back. I want to talk to you about, you know, you're not a young man. Well, you're not old. But what does a person like you who's had great success in a, in a brand like Swiss, what do you do in terms of paying forward to people who might be listening to this, for example? And mm. uh, I know you've written a book. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the book. But where does that um, drive come to pay forward? You know, but we'll go to the break. We'll come straight back and talk about it. Fantastic. Since
1: 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
3: So you, you've had great success, Radic, in um, a brand like Swiss, a um, uh, vitamin business, you know, maybe today it'd be a lot more competitive because there's probably a lot of, a lot more supplement brands out there today than there ever has been. I mean, I, my God, you walk down the aisles of these um, uh, chemist warehouses and discount kind of chemists, like, there's just massive amounts of stuff for sale. Like it's ridiculous. But you guys were ahead of the curve back then, and uh, you, you talked about your ambassadors, et cetera. Um, and you got great experience out of this, then you effectively sort of, you sold out. I mean, you're not, it's hard to repeat that all over again. I mean, that, that whole journey and you're older, you know, you, you probably don't have the same exact energy as you had when you first kicked these things off. What do you do? What are you doing now for Australians in terms of what you like to talk about and, mm. and how you pay for it? Because everybody's got something from someone. I mean, I, uh, you got stuff from your dad, your mum, people you got involved with, um, you know, you learned stuff you probably didn't even know, but you learned it by osmosis. <laughs> and now what do you do? Do you, do you spread your own osmosis to others?
0: Yeah, I, I think that when you've had a purpose-driven journey like Swiss was, it's very hard to get off that kind of sense of, how good you feel about doing things for community um, and, and your other uh, team members that you work with, the other people that are highly influential in your success. And, and so, you know, the, my favourite thing would be when a partner would come up to me, a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, and say, my, my partner is a much better person um, as a result of working in your organisation. And, you know, we had this focus on language and positivity that would just be infectious. You know, I was inspired by Michael who I saw this morning um, doing the same thing like he always does, um, sharing that infectious, that personal generosity and and infectious spirit of, of light. And so when, when when you sell your business to a Chinese company, um, you know, we, we did that because more than half of our business is in China and being the biggest brand in China, health brand, we're actually the biggest selling product on Alibaba at the time uh, globally. Um, you know, you're kind of moving into a in a whole in a country where the rule of law is completely different the culture is completely different it, it's not a place to be a number one player so it was the right thing to oh, could you explain the, that why why yeah. be, for exactly those reasons the culture the rule of law it's just so different to our democracy and and our version of capitalism and so we're at a really important point in that inflection um, you know Four out of five of us work in businesses, one out of five are in government. We can't wait around for uh, government to do the right thing by our version of capitalism and democracy. Um, we as business leaders need to lead the way and keep enhancing, you know, how this great system is creating a wonderful country that we all enjoy and live in.
3: I That's feel. the four-fifths you're talking about.
0: Incredibly, <laughs> incredibly lucky to be a part of. So we, we, we want the government guys just to be administrators and really the businesses should be leading the way And because, you know, we set the tone, we set the culture, we set how people feel about working for their organisation. You know, businesses are the most trusted entities in people's lives and there's a whole lot of research that reinforces that. So we have a really important job as leaders to look after what we've got going here. And so, yeah, for me it's very natural to go back and invest and, and be driven in what we do. Our organisation is called Light Warrior. It's what my wife said to me when she first fell in love with me. Um, the, the gentleman from Goldman's who sold um, our business at Swiss with us, he's come across and he's partnered with me to, to organise that organisation um, and, and create it. We, we we focus on impact investment. We're the biggest um, impact fund in the country.
3: We, we what do, is an impact fund?
0: Well, we do we, – we're the largest provider of disability housing. We, we provide – we're the first provider of, of – a mass provider of affordable housing in the country. We do um, a whole lot of uh, work around solar – we're also just on a project where we're doing land regen work, and the, the old broken down cattle stations partnering with the, you know, First Nations country owners, where there's some sacred sites on those that, that land, um, and and buying that land back, providing jobs for uh, the 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 um, the, the landowners, um, and 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 then. Regenerating that land, selling it as carbon offsets, and then we'll eventually hand it back, and we provide a seven to twelve percent return for our investors. So uh, we've got a great story, and and so that that for us is impact investment. That's the banking so side. So
3: it's called impact investment fund. No, it's conscious investment management. Conscious the, the name of the fund. Is conscious, conscious investment, investment management.
0: management. Right. Yeah. So so yeah. So that that's trucking along and great joy, and that's all the bankers that you know from the Goldman side that came up and set that up, and then you know I'm on the wellness end, and 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 the purpose and kind of creating culture and hence being called light warrior. Um, you know, we're bringing light to the world and we're warriors in the way we go about doing it. Um, and we need to be, you know, we need to work with the system to, to deliver best results. And we do that by delivering, you know, uh, investor returns that are commiserate with what you'd expect from a fund. Um, and, and we try and make a social difference. And the same with our businesses. So wellness is, you know, help people enjoy um, and get the most out of their lives and be healthy, healthy as they possibly can be. So, you know, Wonderlust is is exactly that. It's a it's a herbal supplement business. It's all plant based. Um, that that we've reinvented this yoga uh, event, festival event that had fifty events prior to COVID, uh, running around the world. And and yoga for me, along with meditation are these ancient meditations med- 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 modalities that help us bring out the best in ourselves. Like yoga, if you do an hour of yoga, I don't know if you've tried yoga. Yeah. Yeah, so just the – the highs and the lows that you go through in, in a yoga session. Or and injuries. injuries sometimes. And injuries, exactly. But that's life. And it's what it's doing is it's training you, you know, like a training session with with my PT or whatever. You know, there, there's parts where you feel great about that but then you feel exhausted. But these are little kind of stress tests for getting you ready for life. And, you know, we always act so disappointed when something doesn't go our way. But really we should expect it and and kind of smile into it and be in our best state to deal with it, not be surprised by it. And then you know other things like meditation, and so this this kind of connection to um, you know a bit of movement, some meditation, as well as the right nutrition, and then doing that, um, reinventing the way we connect with our consumers through through events, and so having immersive events where we have um, great talent uh, perform some music, um, you know speakers speak, um, and and that becomes the marketing instrument in a way but we're sharing a whole lot because people pay to come to that event Um, and it's connected in helping you get your best self by having all pillars covered and so that's kind of reinventing the way we market now is this kind of fully immersive brand and also positioning something that just doesn't exist in the category which is all plant-based it's you know better forms of omega-3 because it's plant, it sequests carbon but it also Um, It also is more effective because your omega-3 fish that you get from your fish oil comes from uh, the algae that we are actually proliferating to create our omega-3. And it's much more sustainable because there's not going to be enough fish to feed the world we, we should be using all that fish for eating not for supplementation so so you know um to have it as a plant-based algae and have all those positives is just one story of many you know i talk about that vitamin c you can grow vitamin c as acerola it's more expensive but again it's got all these positive benefits for the world and a sustainable position so, so
3: that those products mm. How do you buy them? You like- get
0: them in Chemist Warehouse, um, Terry White, um, and, and we keep expanding all the time through pharmacies and, and hopefully in grocery this year as well.
3: So and a, I guess in terms of SKUs, I mean, have you got just about everything covered?
0: Yeah, we've got 50-odd SKUs yep. and, and, you know, every medallion, you know, every kind of support that you might need for your joints, your brain, um, your kind of stress levels. Uh, your 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 menopause, your kind of different stages of life, uh, we, we we will we will cover. Um, and and there's amazing um, nutrition that can kind of you can use along a great lifestyle program to get get you know to your best self
3: so this the fund the Mm. goldman sachs guys fund that that owns this no so that's separate separate
0: yeah so we've got this wellness arm and then we've got our kind of banking arm and and then there's a whole lot of other businesses that are kind of related to those entities like other funds we've kind of invested in to learn about funds management or you know we're, we're we've got agency marketing agencies that kind of do marketing for people like chemist warehouse um and 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 shaver shop and and, and good guys, you know, we, we know how to market and we know how to do that effectively. Um, so we do more of that. And then we're in the musical entertainment space too. So we've got a business that, that does musicals and the marketing of musicals around the country. And because and of that event base. Uh, program around Wonderlust. they do the the event stuff for it as well and marketing that so we like to go deep into supply deep into connection with our consumer and invest down that path exercise our superpowers what we're good at and do more of
3: that and and, and where did the name Wonderlust come from like uh
0: it's a great name isn't it so it was um it, we had this thing called the color run when i was back at swiss and and we had uh, two hundred fifty thousand people doing that every year and it would raise a good couple million for charity each year would we we're really proud of that. And I was like, this whole throwing at color at each other is going to run out of steam. We've got to go find the next thing. And so this guy Michael Franti was, you know, one of my favourite singers at the time. He, he, it still is today. He was playing music to yoga, and um, and and so he was one of the first to kind of have you know yoga integrated with music. And I, I don't know if you've done yoga and music together, but it, it just makes it that much easier to just carry on with it. And so he was doing this live, and then this whole wonderlust group started festivals around that and he was one of their first talent doing that and and so it carried on from there and I tried to get the license agreement for Australia like we'd got Color Run and someone else had the licensee it went broke a few years later I'd uh, moved on from Swiss and it just made complete sense to make this plant-based Ayurvedic um, um, business that was based around Wonderlust, and it became this reinvention of how I'm going to get to customers so I can have a ...a big act like Drew Barrymore or Hugh Jackman um, uh, headline an event... ...but I don't need them talking to people about this is why you should take the product... Just come to my event, and 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 they be part of that event, and they would be part of a festival lineup, someone like that, um, and and that's going to help us sell tickets. And you know, I'm doing a, an event series in February with Paul Ruse and his wife Tammy, who brought meditation to the Sydney Football Club. Adam Goods is uh, going to talk as well. We've got Sarah Wilson hosting it at the I Quit Sugar uh hero uh, who hosted MasterChef in the first season as well and we've got a great Aboriginal singer who sings in like Gurumul. Uh his name's Guwara he's extraordinary um, and and so we have all these kind of beautiful mix of music and connection and you and, and I'll be sharing um, tips on on how to build a business with purpose
3: yeah so I mean obviously pushing the book a little bit too so no. if, but like I, i'm just I'm, I'm, is one of the last like a new version of Swiss
0: yeah, that's it. It's Swiss, but better. And also, Swiss going, if I was going to, I could not look my retailers in the eye and just do exactly as you just said fill them shelves with another vitamin C product yeah. where there's 10, 20, 20- Fish oils or ten twenty vitamin D's. I needed to come back with real innovation, and and we've done that with liquid herbal extract. So we're the first to provide a liquid herbal extract, which is far more rapidly absorbed.
3: Well, for example?
0: Uh, so so a ginkgo biloba, which is great for your brain function, is only available in a supplement or a capsule. So you got to break that down in your stomach, um, and and so and it's a dried herb. Um, which which is good for in, in for digesting but liquids even better it's easier for our system to absorb it so we absorb it faster hence we we get a, a greater benefit as a result and you
3: know, because i've noticed um and this particularly i noticed this during the COVID period um, that um vitamin c was starting to be um, uh, sold in a a gel form. Mm. Uh, it was That's like right. in a little packet, and you tore yeah, the top, yeah, of it and it was yeah. a gel. Good, and good form of getting it. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they were well, apparently, much yeah. better way to, yep. to to absorb. it That's as opposed right. to, you know, the old school, you know, you had a vitamin C it was orange mm. color, and you chew it and you swallow it. Yeah. Um, but this liquid form apparently um is much more efficient. Yeah. In terms of the way it, you absorb it, um, is that the sort of part of your thesis for your for your supplements? Is, is that it's all? Is it more about the more efficient ways to um, deliver the benefits of the either the, the herbs or the, the vitamins? Is it about efficiency or is it about um, other things like, for example, like you just mentioned about um, uh, fish oils? Is, is it more about the Sustainability of where the fish oils come from, as opposed to coming from fish, come from the from the algae or whatever it is it was whatever was grown, the seaweed. I mean, it, it, what's your game? It, what's your what's your story in relation to what you are selling?
0: Well, the beautiful thing it's actually both because as a result of it being plant based, it's better for the earth and planet rather than a a synthesized version that's made in a lab with you know heavy use of energy and um and and um outputs as a result of that. But then, as a result of it looking more like food, our body recognizes it a whole lot better.
3: When you say look like because it's in, a, it's because in gel. Because this is
0: close to a natural form of how we would normally ingest food. So, when you always hear, you know, your diet's your best way to deliver you nutrition, it is, you know, but we none of us have got the time for five serves of vegetables every day. Nah two serves of fruit, and in fact, you know, the ABS statistics over 90% of us aren't getting enough fruit and veg every day. So, you know, we, we, we've we got that factor. So a supplement makes sense. So if that supplement looks a whole lot closer to what we would normally ingest in our diet, like a plant, you yep. um, it's it'll be better
3: ingested as a result of that. Is it or is it more like a like an actual gel, like a, like a jelly a jelly baby type thing? If you know no, I
0: mean. so the, the the gel you talk about, the liposeric gel, that yeah. that's like a a, a close relation to, to fat. Yeah. So our body recognizes the fats right. and starts to help with the absorption as a right. result of it being. A, that's why it's come to that sort of fatty gel type yeah, yeah. thing. So that, hence you're you're recognizing and you'll you'll better assimilate it. With a herb, when it's extracted in a liquid form, capsule form or a powder form, you know, the liquid form is more bioavailable. And so naturopaths have been doing this for years. You can get an awful tasting um, herbal, which I'm sure you know, with your Chinese doctor and stuff. We've just taken those same ingredients, the most popular ones, and we've used natural um, uh, flavour enhancers like, you know, natural lemon extract, natural orange um, essence, and mix that in. And it took us two years to get the taste profile right. But you can have it without it being offensive every day, and um, and and also get better bioavailability as a result of it.
3: And and because I mean, I, I keep you know, health health span, lifespan, health span is mm. like a big topic these days. Mm. Um, and it sounds like you guys got in nice and early. But um, for me. Um, more plant based stuff seems to make sense, and I don't mean scientifically. I just just seems to make more sense to me. For not, not even sustainable from a sustainability point of view, just seems to like have less meat. Just how I feel at my age, have more plant. But I can never get enough nutrition out of these things. Um, um, out, out of um, not eating enough meat, and I talk talking in terms of uh, proteins. So, where are you guys when it comes to? talking about protein um the importance of protein and and having enough protein i mean i know you talked about herbal extracts um you talked about plant-based um vitamins what about proteins
0: yeah look i I think that what we miss is that you know there's a lot of protein in vegetables right yeah so and and fruits and and so yes you probably need to eat a little bit more to To get the right proteins, but if you're having beans or or sprouts, which is some of my favourite foods, and as a Mediterranean fellow, Mediterranean, you know that Mediterranean diet is the best diet in the world, and the longest living people in the world are following those principles, and the majority of what's eaten is plant uh, plant based, and and then you know there's a bit of fish thrown in. And there might be a little bit of red meat, but it's like once a week. No, it's rare.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. And you, you where my
3: men come from? Probably the same as you. They they eat meat once a year.
0: That's right. It's 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 an event, and and really, and the, the best thing that goes with all that is the chat. The love and the connection and and the, and the you know, community and Which the is the the sort of stuff Sarah
3: Wilson talked about.
0: hundred percent. And so all of these things just the support things. And that's why we provide all these other modalities like yoga and meditation. Because you gotta do the, the whole thing. And the point of going to a yoga class is to connect with other people. Yeah. Talk and and you know, going to an event too is feeling great. You know, you're doing that as a community and hopefully you go with someone else and, and it's something to talk about and get, you know, look forward to. So all of these triggers help us live better, longer lives.
3: And they're less rigid than some of the um current uh, leaders, global leaders in terms of talking about these things. I mean I mean Peter T is like he's obviously doing a great job, he's got a great following, et cetera. But uh when you and who and, and Human as well, but like when you when you listen to these guys they live these I mean, I was listening to Brian Johnson the other day. I thought, right. like, like, how could you live your life like that? Like, uh, yeah. you've got to have some fun. It's an obsession, isn't it? And well, yeah, it's, well, it's an experiment to me. <laughs> like, correct. It's just, and and most of us aren't able to do the experiment. It's not real life. It's good no. to watch. It's, it's a little bit of a show, if yeah. you know what I mean. It's I mean, with the greatest respect to Brian, if you ever come to Australia, I'd love to talk to you, Brian. But, um, <laughs> but it's a freak show a bit. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a freak show, like, and and I think he knows that, he, and he would probably say it's an experiment. Well, my anyway.
0: business partner Adam, he wears a whoop, he's got the the ring as well, the aura ring. Yeah. He's he's in it, um, St Haven, and 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 he loves it. It's, he's devoted to it. All of the you know checks his blood regularly and um does the kind of cryo freeze and 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 cold baths and and saunas, and and it's great if you've got the time and and love for that, and you're. You know, you, you can see it integrates into your world. You know, that's part of finding balance for some people. That's their ticket. you got to work out what works for you and yeah. what fits into your lifestyle and creates balance and enables you to, you know, feel as best as you possibly
3: can be. But the vast majority of us who are running businesses or um, got jobs, um, you know, academic or working for the government, whoever it is, um, we sort of aren't – we don't fit in that outliers category, which is like, you know, four or five um, – um, uh, Periods away from the, the mean. You know, most of us sort of would be plotted within the bell curve, and a few people sort of sit on the outside and uh, they can do these unusual things and they can have a sauna and an ice bath and a, mm. you know, and they can um, meditate for an hour and they can um, train for three hours and um, they got time to go and buy all the fruit and vegetables they need eat. Mm. But at the end of the day, most of us aren't in that category. Mm. Most of us. And uh, I, I guess what you're doing with your program. Is you're, It seems to me you are trying to attract the people who sit within the bell curve. One hundred percent. You've got to, and you've got to make it workable for people to be able
0: to, you know, practice some of those things, but in a way that fits in with lifestyle and fits in with social demographics, um, and and you know, and allows people to try various things. Because if you find something you love. You know, I encourage people to try any of those things because they might find something that's an absolute love. They'll make time for it and they'll want to do that as part of their program. Like people all have a hobby, you know, try and find a hobby that's healthy or try and find a meditation modality that works for you that might be five minutes or ten minutes that just helps with your breathing and gets you into a space that, you know, brings your best you know mindset to any situation. Um, and and so what we're trying to do is create a world where people can kind of connect with all these different wellness modalities and and sample and work out what works best for them within their lifestyle. So
3: you're giving them a menu, effectively, a menu of things to try. Yeah. And there is no there is nothing that is correct. No, but, that's right. But it's what a, is definitely incorrect is if you don't try any of them.
0: That's it. You got to you got to have some kind of basics of stuff that are helping you bring your best self. Like I always ask people, do you kind of brush your teeth? Every day, and I go, yeah, yeah. So they're committed to hygiene, or they shower every day, and we go, yeah, yeah, great. You know, what are you doing for yourself every day? And you know, pick one of the many things we've just discussed that could be for yourself to help you with your mindset, or help you with your best physical self, or just making those small choices that that are slightly better. You know, choosing to have a supplement, you're choosing to to do something right for your body by having that that supplement. So you start thinking about being more conscious about what you're doing. ...you know, with your mindset, how much stress you've got... ...you know, all those things we talk about from the Mediterranean culture, Mediterranean culture. If you're having a coffee, have it with someone else. Go with a teammate from work and have a chat about... ...something you want to talk about at work... ...and talk about some personal stuff as well. And that becomes an unloading session. So you're, you're not feeling alone in things. So these are things you can integrate. And what we try and do, as you say, is make this mass
3: and um, easily relatable. Yeah, if Is your dad still alive? Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. So... If you go right back to when you're a kid and you're watching your dad sort of pushing against the mainstream in some respects, um, or at least um, professing things that maybe were definitely embraced today, but professing things that might have been a little bit of pushback on, um, what does he think of what you're doing today? Uh,
0: I know he's very proud of me when I'm not in the room. <laughs> when I'm around, he's, he keeps me focused, so, and I love that about him. He still works harder than I've ever worked. Um, as a CEO, he, he still sees patients um, and he's, he's 83. Uh, he lives, you know, he's, he's the embodiment of purpose and just lives for other people's health and wanting to make sure that, you know, people get the most out of these, their, you know, bodies that we have.
3: And how, how much influence, you're more philosophical today, but perhaps when you were a young man, but how much influence do you think your dad's had on your philosophical self? I, I think an extraordinary amount um of influence and and
0: i'm forever thankful for everything he's done to you know encourage me to to be everything I, i've been so far in life and you know and so much more to do too
3: yeah well do you feel as though then therefore you've got a, you have i mean i i mean i get this in some respects in, in in the business world but do you feel as though you've got an obligation it's he's never made me feel that way. But in a, but in a good way, in a good I way. I
0: definitely feel like there's an obligation to integrative medicine, you know, this combination of fixit medicine and preventative medicine and how you bring it together. Functional medicine is kind of the funky word for it today. But how you can kind of bring the best out of your health by combining these kind of two worlds of Western and Eastern philosophies for one of a better um, example when explaining it. Um, and so that cause for me just makes so much sense you know it used to be and now it's changed a lot but you know 10 years ago most doctors wouldn't get any education on diet you know i think monash University was the only one that we found was doing like six months on diet on a in a 10-year medical course program the rest of it was about fix it you know writing a prescription having an operation learning the the kind of physio- physiological parts of how the body works but then Nothing about what was the cause of what might be uh, creating chronic diseases that we're seeing. So for me, it just makes total sense to keep building on that. this kind of change we're seeing and this you know, empowerment of knowledge that we all have now about what are the basics of health. And we're talking about a lot of subjects that you couldn't talk about. Uh, a decade ago and people be familiar with them. And, and you know, you can see that that's changing because we as people want to get more out of our lives, we're better off and we want to live longer, healthier, you know, lives where we thrive and, you know, we're not retiring, we're kind of on to the next thing and the next stage uh, of what kind of keeps us excited and passionately involved in community.
3: Where, where do you think, and this will be my last question to better. a bit late, like, where do you think, I mean you've got vision about these things. Where do you think, for want of a better word, we will be in 10 years when it comes to things like supplementation to our diet, given that probably what we buy in the supermarket these days, not everyone has access to um, homegrown stuff, mm. will become depleted. In I don't mean in abundance. I mean completed, depleted in terms of quality. Mm. Um, where do you think – the supplementation market will be. Or, oh, I mean, what sort of visions do you have of us? We'll be walking around, mm-hmm. sort of like Brian Johnson, like like a you know <laughs> things attached to us everywhere, and just pumping things into us overnight. I mean, what do you yeah. think is going to happen? I, I think that
0: definitely. I mean, I've invested in a DNA business where we we test DNA, um, and we we suggest appropriate lifestyle programs to get the most out of
3: our dna and a lifetime program suits your dna that's right
0: yeah. so over 90 percent of our dna is it can be influenced by our lifestyles you know healthy choices um it's over 95 percent um and so um so yeah you can you can have a, my, my nutrition for instance is i need high omega-3s and i need a lot of plants um so you know essentially a, a mediterranean diet with a higher bend to omega three. so um, and and the other things you know we, we look at is exercise and the sorts of exercise that suits us as well. Yeah, that's and, a, that's a
3: big one, by the way. Yeah, correct. You can't just say like I go and do weights. It's got a, you, some people doesn't suit your them.
0: Body, exactly your body type. Yeah. demands a certain. So there will be a point where and you know we've just started this. We we did a deal with um with with the Murdoch Institute where where every baby will have, you know, like they get a blood test to understand where their blood's at and where their hearing tests and uh, whether that's working properly and, and brain function and, and, and ability to focus with your eyes. The same thing with your DNA. You'll understand your DNA as a kid as to what you need to do with your lifestyle and then also what, medications work best for you too so this can understand what sort of medication will help you with depression which type because there are many different types and some are ineffective if you have a certain set of dna it's the same with cancer protocols same with panadol and urofen you know one works better for others than another and the fact we don't have this information from the start is is when we know that it's not that expensive to to do a test it's less than a blood test these days um to have all this knowledge at your fingertips so i think that that'll be the big step where we have trust in doing a dna test and 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 understand how we can really optimize our body with the right nutrition that's personalized to us
3: yeah that's very interesting so um, it's, it's a bit of a 360 or 180 change. In what I mean by that is that we've always entrusted our nutrition requirements and um, our medication requirements to to, to the system um, and we've all pretty much and – and we've had recommended amounts, uh, you know, recommended dietary amounts. Um, I think what you're saying is that in the future um, we'll be able to titrate those things to ourselves – And, uh, you know, Mark, you need a lot of vitamin C for Mm. for some reason or other. And it could be based on my genetics. Um, It it could be based on a number of things. It could be also lifestyle changes. But And so in the future, um, we won't just be going down to the uh, Ken Martin buying um, whatever it is, um, you know, vitamin C um, and just taking whatever it says on on the side of the package recommended dosage um, we will be taking that relative to what we actually need, and in other words, we take control. Yeah, we take control as individuals. Correct,
0: and like, and and for me, there's kind of a bit of freedom too because one of one of my markers was is that you know I'm going to always carry a little bit more fat than the average person around my belly, which means I'm really great in famine. Um, not that we'll face yeah. that. Well, I mean, <laughs> it okay. actually means you're quite efficient. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I feel a lot better now that I've always had just a little bit of pudge around my yeah. belly, so that's it's okay. A, that I, means I your DNA is efficient
3: yeah. because it's, it's storing. It doesn't need to use. That's right. As someone who's perennially skinny, unless they're trying really trying really hard, like real total dry hard, mm. um, generally speaking, um, it could re- mean that they're inefficient in that they burn everything that they consume. That's right.
0: And, and we're physiologically different. Yeah. And so we need different nutrition, different exercise, and this is all
3: knowledge that I think omnipresent. Okay, that's cool. So uh, like empowerment for us mm. as individuals. Well, the most important thing though I think that has to happen is that we have to embrace it. We that's have cool. to accept this proposition because if we don't accept the proposition um, or if individuals don't accept the proposition, then they're not going to get the benefits of it. Part of the whole program has to be about – Educating people around this—I mean, it's one thing for you and I have a—you well, got a very good understanding for us to have a little bit of an understanding I have a little bit of an understanding about it, but this is your topic. Mm. Um, but how do we get this into people's heads? I mean, how do we start to say to people, "You can be in charge of your health um, and, and lifespan, and health span. You can be in charge." Mm. How do? What's the best way for this to happen? Well, I, you know, the, the the most striking thing is when.
0: And this is where the kind of if you go back to my father's influence, when he'd see a patient, and you know I regularly have friends so "Can you someone to see my my father about an issue they have?" Dad would the difference from the patient would be is I feel so empowered to do something about my condition rather than just turn up, prescription procedure. See you later. See you Come later. Back in three There's months. nothing else you can do. Don't worry about it. Mm. You know, whereas that whole sense of being as healthy as you can be to deal with a treatment program, surgery, which is quite disruptive, just enables you to be connected with being at your best for, you know, a chronic condition. That same thing should underpin our lives and our lifestyle. So anything we can do, like we, you know, the basic things of brushing our teeth, washing, you know, I think that as education keeps building, like in this day and age, the only thing we can really boast about that's left is our health and our our diet programs, our exercise programs. We can we can talk about all of that, and so that's great. And so we we probably need to keep that momentum going. And you know, that that kind of friction against you know going to get a blood test or a check for your heart function each year. You know, it's like servicing your car. We, we, we should be proactive rather than just waiting to things are broken. Um, you know, the brake pad wears out. You, you don't wait for that. You get it changed beforehand. So we should be in this process of seeing health practitioners for wellness and, and just making sure we're optimising this. As body. opposed to a problem. That's I've right. I've got
3: a problem. Can you solve it?
0: It's more about wellness. Get, get into the front foot and control your you know, do as much as you can. You're not gonna control everything, but control the controllables in life. And I think that's a great lesson for business as well.
3: How much of this is uh socioeconomic though? I mean like sort of you and I city talk about these things and um but what about someone who's, you know, just grinding away with their job, You've got a couple of kids, you know, got the mortgage or renting, worse. Um is on the on the on the sort of treadmill a little bit, and will they be? A, how will they be able to afford it? I mean, is this a government thing? Should government get involved in this?
0: Look, you can if you get a good doctor, they'll they'll you know basically a blood test doesn't cost you anything in but Australia. Mate, you so. don't get
3: a good doctor. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean doctors are qualified. Don't I me mean, wrong; that. they know what they're doing. Mm. But you don't get your dad. No, that's okay. right. You've got your dad. I mean, and <laughs> and, other, and people you refer to got your. Dad. I've got a good doctor, right? mm. but and I and I'm I'm sort of educated around the territory, and I can afford it. Yeah, it's a big difference. What What do you reckon? I mean, where does government play a role in all this? Look, I, I think that there's there's a
0: huge role for government, um, but the, the the great challenge is we're probably waiting a lifetime before that changes. So, so my advice is always to you know you, there are a thousand functional or integrative uh, practitioners in Australia, and and you know, that you can, you can pick your doctor that, that has that background. And not all of them uh, charge a lot of money, they, they, they want to do the right thing. By That's true. Uh, their patients, and and they are seeing that this, this is an important thing to, you know, or service that they need to diversify into. Or well, go and see a naturopath. They're not that expensive. A good naturopath. Um, research them. Not, it won't cost you much more than a doctor, or probably less. And you'll get a good hour with them talking about your health and what you need to do. And, and so, a lot of the tests we talk about, though, that your doctor can refer you to, you go see a naturopath that will we'll think about your nutrition and the positive side and then go to the doctor and say, I want these tests done. And with Medicare, it's free. We're, we're very lucky that in this country that a lot of these tests are free or they're subsidised heavily so they're not that expensive. And I go back to servicing your car. This is won't cost you any more than servicing your car, being on a wellness program like that.
3: I mean, I think too, when you mentioned very early in the discussion today, I mean, there has been a great conversation by the way, I've really enjoyed it, um, about leaders and um, and you mentioned leaders coming out of the business community, but I think our elected leaders need to lead by a, bit, a little bit by example too. And, and you know they don't need to necessarily lecture us on it, but if they actually were part of it all and said they and said instead of and I'm not trying to have a crack at anyone, but like getting on airplanes and going to you know coronations and shit like that. <laughs> If they actually did that, but plus also on their Instagram page, said, you know what, um, I've been talking to so and so about uh, you know, leading a healthier lifestyle, and now now I'm the leader of the country, or I'm you know I'm a senior member of the country's leadership. Um, I'm now going to start looking after myself, and uh, I don't, I'm not going to endorse a brand, but I'm going to make sure I have um, omega threes, or I, uh, just start that conversation. There's no reason why they can't. Oh, it's
0: a hundred percent. And if you think of the Shane Warne effect and how many people yeah. have gone out and got a heart test and you know had conditions, you know, basically their life saved as a result of that. Uh, I we we've got a big challenge with the way politics is kind of happening in this country, and and it, we need we need leaders to stand up and be brave enough to call out when they can improve. We we sort of talk about the cost of living at the moment; it's the cost of COVID. And we've never had a process where our leaders are kind of re- reviewed and kind of talked about what went wrong through that
3: period. And they won't, but they won't admit it. That's the problem. That's, well, that's right. And but if you're but lead, something if can it, go wrong,
0: correct. And if you're running a business and you pretend if something went badly wrong in the business and you're the leader and don't admit to that yeah. mistake, or you're cooked, you're cooked. And so this is what we're staring at as a system that will be cooked unless we get more out of our leaders and do exactly as you're saying and change the language to to understand that yeah things go wrong and then how can we learn from that and get better from it and i think that that sort of politician is the leader for the ages going forward, like we're seeing in business. You have to be that human
3: and authentic and call out your errors and, and own them and look to improve from them. And this is how I'm going to get better. You know, wouldn't it be great if you had, you know, like the Prime Minister said one day, look, like, you know, what, I want be in the top job, I've been flying around a lot, I'm sitting on aeroplanes, I'm eating fucking rich food all the time, mm. and I put weight on. I'm not feeling my best, I'm not my best self um, or the best version of myself. Mm. I'm going to. You know, I'm, I've recognised that, and um, I'm. And I think it's important for the nation that we got to start to recognise. This is him speaking. Start to recognise how I can, how we can be live longer, better, and I, it's important for me as your leader to es- espouse those those values. That dude will get re- re- voted back in. I don't give a shit what anyone says. That person will get voted back in every time.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And what about st- stopping shouting at each other irrationally every yeah. day at work? I mean, can you imagine? A, a system where you turn up to work and you you abuse each other like. Well, that. you get a you get, today today <laughs> oh, yeah. if
3: you did it in your business or in my business. Yeah, just, you'd be getting sued. Wouldn't happen. Or they'd exactly. move you out. You'd no, be gone. It's a terrible You're example canceled. for
0: for where where you know where we're heading. And so this is that great juxtaposition where we us as business leader have leaders have to take responsibility, and us in the business community whether you're a senior manager or working your way doing what you do or working your way up through the ranks with aspirations to be a leader, it's the example you set and the controllables that you have in doing what you do. So your circle of influence naturally becomes larger and and so, you know, going back to what drives us is is kind of this purpose thing, and and just making sure we do all we can to to nurture the great society we live in. And you know, I love this conversation around demanding better from our political leaders.
3: Yeah, well, I, I, I do, and I'm, I and I and I have to say too, and I don't want anyone to think think different to this, but I you mean, know, I I try to meditate every day, mm. but I don't always get there. I mean, I I, I try, but sometimes I just I don't succeed I mean I I do a shit meditation I just can't get my brain Out of whatever it is Is bothering me And I give up And I say I'll, I'll do it again tomorrow Because mm. no one's Perfect at this shit exactly. I mean it's a hard thing To achieve But like you said Right at the very beginning It's like a work in progress mm. You're just going to get In front of shit All the time And th- expect it mm. Expect it. You can't. You're not going to meditate very well today.
0: Don't be surprised when it happens. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> We're human. Yeah, totally. We'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Correct.
3: You'll have another chance after a good night's sleep. And so. I might have eat. Sh- I might have eat shit today. Someone is going to present me all the stuff I probably shouldn't be doing, i I eat it. Okay, I did it. Suffer. Get back on. Back on the train tomorrow.
0: That was yesterday. Yeah. You
3: move on. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been fantastic. I really enjoyed myself. Um, and I, I love talking about lifespan, health span, but in a practical way. So I, I really enjoyed myself. Thanks very much. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Cheers.